Revelation chapters 1 through 3. Here we go. Doubters and skeptics, it's Kevin Crow. Welcome back to Jesus Unfollower the podcast. How the hell are you? See, I paused there to give you time to answer, even though you, I can't hear you because this is a pre-recorded podcast. What am I crazy? Yes, yes, I am. I am starting a series on the Book of Revelation, where I'm going to be reading the book and then kind of dissecting the chapters, or giving my thoughts on the chapters. So I think there are 21 books in Revelation. I'm not going to make it a 21-part series, so I'm going to try to read a few chapters for each podcast, and then kind of give my thoughts. If anybody's interested in that, I don't know, but I thought I'd do it anyways. And I'm going to be reading from the NIV, a.k.a. the New International Version. So here we go. This is the prologue. The revelation from Jesus Christ which God gave. I'm actually not going to read like that, but it would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? If I try to be like James Earl Jones. But I think my voice would probably give out about halfway through if I tried to do that. So I'm not going to do that. Here we go. Start over. The revelation from Jesus Christ which God gave him to show his servants what must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant John, who testifies to everything he saw, that is, the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear it and take to heart what is written in it, because the time is near. John, to the seven churches in the province of Asia, grace and peace to you from him who is and who was, and who is to come, and from the seven spirits before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth, to him who loves us, and has freed us from our sins by his blood, and has made us to be a kingdom and priests to serve his God and Father. To him be the glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Look, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, And even those who pierced him and all peoples on earth will mourn because of him. So shall it be. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who was, fuck, who is, and who was, and who is to come, the Almighty. I added the word fuck there. It actually didn't have fuck in the scripture, just so you know. Okay, continuing with verse 9. I, John, your brother and companion in the suffering and kingdom and patient endurance that are ours in Jesus, was on the island of Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. On the Lord's day, I was in the spirit, and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet, which said, Write on a scroll what you see, and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. I don't know. These, are too many, these names are too much. I'll just say Laodicea. I turned around to see the voice that was speaking to me. 
And when I turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. And among the lampstands was someone like a son of man, dressed in a robe reaching down to his feet, and with a golden sash around his chest. The hair on his head was white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like blazing fire. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace, and his voice was the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand he had held seven stars, and coming out of his mouth was a sharp double-edged sword. His face was like the sun, shining in all its brilliance. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. Then he placed his right hand on me and said, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead, and now look, I am alive forever and ever, and I hold the keys of death and Hades. Write therefore what you have seen, what is now, and what will take place later. The mystery of the seven stars that you saw in my right hand, and the seven golden lampstands is this. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. And that is chapter one. So basically this whole book of Revelation is written by a guy who calls himself John, and we know that he was on Patmos when he wrote this. But there is conflict of who this John actually was. Is he the same John who wrote the epistles? Is he the same John who wrote the gospel? Is it a totally different dude? Uh, some Christians think it was John the Apostle who was uh, incarcerated and taken to the Isle of Patmos where he wrote this. But nobody really knows for sure. So basically we're just supposed to trust basically a, a dream, an LSD trip, or whatever you want to call it from this guy, that somehow made its way into the Bible, into the canon of the Bible. We're supposed to trust that this guy saw these things and wrote them down, and this is just the truth. This, this was a vision from God, not the writings, scribblings of a crazy man. The seven churches are Asia Minor, which is basically modern-day Turkey. So there were seven real churches back in the day, but apparently they're supposed to also be representative of all churches, all Christian churches throughout the rest of time. I watched a video of a Christian trying to explain um, Revelation chapter 1, and that's what she said, is that this, this is actually supposed to, because he was speaking to all churches at the time, this is also supposed to be all churches for the future, however you figure that. Chapter 2. To the angel of the church in Ephesus, write, These are the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand and walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your deeds, your hard work, and your perseverance. I know that you cannot tolerate wicked people, that you have tested those who claim to be the apostles, but are not, and have found them false. You have persevered and have endured hardships for my name, and have not grown weary. Yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken the love you had at first. Consider how far you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. But you have this in your favor. You hate the practices of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. Whoever has ears, let them hear. What the Spirit says to the church. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. To the angel of the church in Smyrna, write, These are the words of him who is the first and the last, 
who died and came to life again. I know your afflictions and your poverty, yet you are rich. I know about the slander of those who say they are Jews and are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Do not be afraid of what you are about to suffer. I tell you, the devil will put some of you in prison to test you, and you will suffer persecution for ten days. Be faithful, even to the point of death, and I will give you life as your victor's crown. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The one who is victorious will not be hurt at all by the second death. To the angel of the church in Pergamum, write, These are the words of him who has the sharp, double-edged sword. I know where you live, where Satan has his throne, yet you remain true to my name. You did not renounce your faith in me, not even in the days of Antipas, my faithful witness, who was put to death in your city where Satan lives. Nevertheless, I have a few things against you. There are some among you who hold to the teaching of Balaam, who taught Balak to entice the Israelites to sin so that they ate food sacrificed to idols and committed sexual immorality. Likewise, you also have those who hold to the teachings of the Nicolaitans. Repent, therefore, otherwise I will soon come to you and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who is victorious, I will give some of the hidden manna. I will also give that person a white stone with a new name written on it, known only to the one who receives it. To the angel of the church in Thyatira write, These are the words of the Son of God, whose eyes are like blazing fire and whose feet are like burnished bronze. I know your deeds, your love and your faith, your service and perseverance, and that you are now doing more than you did at first. Nevertheless, I have this against you. You tolerate that woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophet. By her teaching, she misleads my servants into sexual immorality and the eating of food sacrificed to idols. I have given her time to repent of her immorality, but she is unwilling. So I will cast her on a bed of suffering, and I will make those who commit adultery with her suffer intensely unless they repent of her ways. I will strike her children dead. Then all the churches will know that I am he who searches hearts and minds, and I will repay each of you according to your deeds. Now I say to the rest of you in Thyatira, to you who do not hold to her teaching and have not learned Satan's so-called deep secrets, I will not impose any other burden on you except to hold on to what you have until I come. To the one who is victorious and does my will to the end, I will give authority over the nations, that one will rule them with an iron scepter and will dash them to pieces like pottery, just as I have received authority from my father. I will also give that one the morning star. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Chapter 2 is basically just a whole lot of yada yada Jesus telling his churches what he likes about them, what he dislikes about them, what they need to keep doing, or what's going to happen if they don't do it, and all the while praising himself and also his dad, who are both the same person but different. So it's basically a lot of that. He has particularly strong words for the church of Smyrna. He basically calls their leaders a synagogue of Satan and tells them to hold on until he comes back. Thyatira is praised for their good works, but they're condemned for sexual temptations and promised judgment. See, I'm ready to get into the good shit. I want to see, like, 
the seven-headed beasts and the fucking horns and flames and shit. But apparently these first few chapters are just kind of laying the foundation and saying, hey, write this to the angel of this church. And it's much of the same shit over and over. But here we go. Chapter 3. To the angel of the church in Sardis, write, These are the words of him who holds the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your deeds. You have a reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Wake up, strengthen what remains, and is about to die. For I have found your deeds unfinished in the sight of my God. Remember, therefore, what you have received and heard. Hold it fast and repent. But if you do not wake up, I will come like a thief. And you will not know at what time I will come to you. Yet you have a few people in Sardis who have not soiled their clothes. They will walk with me dressed in white, for they are worthy. The one who is victorious will, like them, be dressed in white. I will never blot out the name of that person from the book of life, but will acknowledge that name before my father and his angels. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These are the words of him who is holy and true, who holds the key of David. What he opens, no one can shut, and what he shuts, no one can open. I know your deeds. See, I have placed before you an open door that no one can shut. I know that you have, have little strength, that you have kept my word and have not denied my name. I will make those who are of the synagogue of Satan, who claim to be Jews, though they are not, but are liars, I will make them come and fall down at your feet and acknowledge that I have loved you. Since you have kept my command to endure patiently, I will also keep you from the hour of trial that is going to come on the whole world to test the inhabitants of the earth. I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one will take your crown. The one who is victorious, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God. Never again will they leave it. I will write on them the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which is coming down out of heaven from my God. And I will also write on them my new name. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the angel of the church in Laodicea, yeah, that's right, I looked up the pronunciation, write this. These are the words of the Amen, the faithful and true witnesses, the ruler of God's creation. I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. You say, I am rich, I have acquired wealth, and do not need a thing. But you do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in fire, so you can become rich, and white clothes to wear, so you can cover your shameful nakedness, and salve to put on your eyes so you can see. Those whom I love, I rebuke and discipline, so be earnest and repent. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person, and they with me. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat down with my father on the throne. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Well, my first thought about the first three books of Revelation is they say the word victorious more than the Nickelodeon network. Jesus Christ, pun intended. But a lot of the same repetitive end of each uh, chapter. Anyways, you see in these chat in the third chapter here, especially a lot of the same a lot of the stuff that Christians say now about the end times. Uh, he will come like a thief in the night, and we won't know what time. Also, very common phrase in the church is "Whoever has ears, let them hear." That just sticks out to me here because my pastor used to say that all the time. 
whoever has ears, let him hear. And they just use it kind of, you know, for whatever context. But I'm not going to go super in-depth of what he says to every church here, all the seven churches. But I just wanted to go through and read each chapter, sort of take a brief summary of what's happening. But the first three chapters are pretty much just John saying, Hey, I'm John, and I'm the one writing this. I saw Jesus in a vision, and this is what he told me. These are the seven churches, and write these uh, letters to the, the seven churches and tell them what they're doing wrong and tell them how awesome I am and tell them to watch Victorious on Nickelodeon. So Jesus in the first three chapters of Revelation is basically the equivalent of street preachers now. The guy standing on the corner saying, you better get right. You better get right or you're going to hell. That's basically Jesus in the first three chapters of Revelation. Right now, me being unemployed, I have a lot of time to consume a lot of content regarding atheism, uh, religion in general. And every Sunday, I'm sending out an email of called Unfollowers Digest of all the stuff that I'm watching and my thoughts on each. So if you want to get that, just go over to JesusUnfollower.com and you can sign up right there. It's just a free thing. I just send it out every Sunday morning. So that would be pretty cool if you did that. And also, if you like the podcast, please consider supporting me on Patreon. It takes a little bit of work to put these podcasts together. And I spend a lot of time on Instagram making stuff and responding to people's DMs and trying to interact with as much pe- as many people as I can. And so it takes a, a good bit of time. If you like what I'm doing, consider supporting me there. It's patreon.com slash jesusunfollower. You can get podcast episodes a week early and also some content that I'm only putting there. And I would really appreciate that. I'm going to continue my series on Revelation soon. It's going to be coming out. The episodes are going to be coming out every Thursday until I'm done with that. And then regular episodes on Tuesday. As always, thank you for listening. Until next time, let logic and reason guide the way. Peace out.